Hello and welcome to Parking Thought. I'm Jacob and I'm glad you're here today. In today's episode, I'd like to talk to you guys about kind of the artificial construction that influences our lives. And no, I'm not talking about our houses or other things like that. I, I've been spending my weekends, and one of the reasons why I haven't had a whole lot of time to make episodes, I've been spending my weekends in rather noisy environments. It is wrestling season and my oldest son is definitely wrestling and he's doing pretty good this this year. We're really excited about the progress he's making. Well, one of the things I've noticed is how the you know wrestlers, because we spend a lot of time waiting for a match and talking to folks and getting to know people, and I really think that one of the biggest reasons why parents have their kids in sports is so the parents can have some friends to network with and talk to, as opposed to just sticking around their own house. So while we've been doing this, I've been noticing that when wrestlers who we care about uh, immensely will end up having uh, a match that they lose, and they will be so disappointed with the situation because they've lost, but they didn't really lose. And it's very difficult to help them see how even through the experience that they still win. And so in general, you know, I'm not a fan of winners and losers. I'm not a fan of compromise. When I am in my professional environment and somebody suggests that we should compromise on something, I tend to pull that person aside as quickly as I can and shut that line of thinking down. Compromise means that somebody wins and somebody loses, or in many cases with compromise, nobody wins. And I don't like situations where nobody wins. And this takes me back to where I first got introduced to the concept of, of winning and losing in various scenarios. And it came from Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan, believe it or not. Great movie. I've rewatched it since recording the last episode. And it is absolutely a tremendous piece of film. In there, right, the captain is asked, Captain Kirk is asked how he passed a no-win scenario test. And the way he did it is that he cheated. He changed the conditions of the no-win scenario so that way there could be some version of winning. Now, winning and losing often depends on how we punctuate a particular situation. And so when a situation is less fluid, when it has more structure, it doesn't just flow from one space to the next, it's easier for us to have that construction where it's easy to see a winner and a loser. When you look at something like wrestling, football, basketball, or any of these sports, it's amazing how we've created this really artificial construction so that way you can have a winner and loser. But in most of the rest of our lives, we don't have that construction in place to limit our options to winning or losing. So for example, for wrestling, football, basketball, there's a defined space where the game is supposed to be played, where the sports activity is supposed to happen, right? It's either a field or a court or a mat, right? That is where the defined activity is supposed to happen. To make sure that it is done as artificially as possible, there's a set of rules that constrain the people who are playing to only doing things a certain way. And it's very interesting. There are people I know who are big into football and they will tell you the differences between NFL rules and college rules and what those differences have meant and as they've played out in various scenarios over the course of, of time with those different sports, right, at those different levels. So, so we think about this like everything there is artificially constrained. The uniform you're wearing is artificially constrained. It is not your natural environment to be in that position, but it's all done so that way at the end of it, 
an arbitrated decision that will be recognized by both sides can be agreed to on somebody winning and losing. But do our business meetings operate that way? Are we really in a fixed pie within our families? Now, in some cases, yes, right? At this point, we only have two cars in our family. And so we do have a set of constrained resources that we need to operate in. But if I get to use the car one day or my kids get to use the car one day, did I lose? Or did somebody else have their needs met or their desires facilitated, right? It's not a win or lose scenario. If we operated our families that way with the constrained resources we have in our families, we would end up with some pretty upset and angry, you know, folks, right? Winning and losing is great. It's good to have those environments in sports and other things like that. There are places in life where it's a zero-sum game. And a lot of that can happen in a military setting, for example, which is an extreme. Very, very few people have served in the military. Very, very few people have served in combat scenarios where it had to be a us versus them or a win or lose scenario. Most of the rest of our lives does not operate that way. If the employer I work for, which is in retail, wants to have a successful year, it's not at the expense of the other folks that do retail, right? Whether they win or whether they succeed or fail is up to them, right? We want to succeed or fail, right? In our own space. We're not dependent on them to determine our success. We're not taking from them. We're trying to expand how we serve others. And remember before, in season two, we talked about how serving others is what the entire economy is based on. It's based on two things. And, and you're going to be really amazed at how these parallel with the gospel. One of them is you own your stuff. You are your own self-entity. And the second is that if you want to make money, you need to serve others. Now, if you go back in scripture, there's two great commandments, right? Love the Lord thy God and love thyself or love thy neighbor as thyself. And so implied in that second commandment, right, loving thy neighbor as thyself, is to love yourself and to show that love for others. And it's amazing how we have this wonderful system that allows us to be able to execute and to be able to participate with others in a space that is not a winner and loser game. It is not a zero-sum event. Life has gotten so much better for all of us. I'm 44 years old now. I'm going to be 45. And in my lifetime, I've seen the internet come about. I grew up with it. I am part of the last generation to grow up knowing what life was like before the internet. Knowing how hard it was to get information about topics and odd topics and connecting with others that might have similar niche interests and passions. I know what it was like to feel lonely when you were kind of in the tech space, but had a different skill set or a different interest than the other folks that you were physically around and how wonderful it is to be able to connect with those. I can publish this 4K video globally. When I was a kid, television was 480p and our first television was black and white now, when we upgraded, we didn't upgrade at the expense of somebody else. Nobody else couldn't buy a television because we did buy one. Nobody else couldn't buy a cell phone because I bought this one. Nobody else couldn't have bought the microphone that they wanted because I bought these microphones. 
we operate in an environment that allows all of us to be successful. And so when you're going about your day, you have the opportunity to focus on yourself and be self-interested. There's nothing wrong in my mind with living a part of your life where you are self-interested. Self-interest is where you put your needs over others, but you're not taking away the opportunity for others to have their needs met or even their wants met. So go ahead and be self-interested. Selfish is where you want what you want at the expense of others. And, and that looks like, and it's hard to judge whether somebody is being self-interested or selfish, right? So I, I'm going to leave that up to you. I'm going to leave that up to each person in their skin. If you are at a phase in life where you are self-interested, I celebrate that and I want to support you. And if you're at that phase in life where your self-interest is leaning more and more towards focusing on others and being selfless, I hope you celebrate the moments you have where you are doing that. Because the reason why we're here and the people who matter most aren't ourselves, it's others. And, you know, I get to mentor this nice young lady at my work, and I keep reminding her that she's there to serve the team. She's there to serve the team. And it's interesting that we have teams in these fixed and artificial environments. But in most cases, when you're there to serve a team, it's not a win or lose situation. It's not a particular game, and there is no playoffs. It's helping people thrive. And so I hope that you find ways to help people thrive, that you can look for artificial environments that tend to create winners and losers. They have their place and they are sometimes enjoyable, but in the rest of the way we operate, they don't need to exist. You don't need to perpetuate them where you are. You can help everyone succeed. Something small can make a difference. So go do something small today for yourself and for somebody else. And I hope that the small choice you make for yourself, one of them at least, starts with remembering that in a world where you can choose to be anything, why not choose to be grateful? Mm -hmm.